0: It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Welsh has signed a new four-year deal at Celtic Ali McCoy says Rangers can put the hoops on the back foot for next season By dumping them out the Scottish Cup And Brian Rice has been charged by the Scottish FA for his recent referee outburst I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna
2: Yeah, first they have a new contract for Stephen Welsh First day in a new job for Stephen Glass at Aberdeen A charge for Nikolai Todorov of Inverness For that bust up With Ian Davidson Of Wraith And charges as well For Brian Rice And John Hughes For criticising referees
1: No wonder the Dazzler Sooks up to them I was going to say We've got the referee Defender in tonight To put everything In its place But Gordon DL We are building up Already It feels like Mm -hmm. A big Scottish Cup weekend You'll have to wait An extra few hours I hope we can manage that
3: yeah I think we will be able to do that Gordon It's excitement It always is Scottish Cup adds a little bit onto that as well Looking forward to um, People already getting their predictions in Everywhere you're going You're told that who's going to go through to the next round And I think people are looking at this tie If it's the final Whoever wins it will go on and win the Scottish Cup a lot of games to be played We just need to look at the League Cup For the surprises But I
1: am really looking forward to this I think it'll be a terrific game of football and uh, lower league action This evening Roger Hanna Business end of the season Some of these guys Are going every couple of days We've got big games Championship League 1 and League 2 Tonight
2: Yeah we certainly have D against Infernal And Queen in the South Against Wraith In the Championship a big one along At Fernhill Partick Thistle Against Clyde Because in League 1 And League 2 They're getting towards Their split Their 18 <laughs> game split If you like So Ian McCall and the Jags will be determined to cement themselves in that top five and give
1: themselves the best possible opportunity
2: of a playoff place.
1: 01419511025. That is the number you need, so don't be shy. Pick up the phone nice and early and let the guys know what is on your mind. As always, if you would rather tweet your kindest regards to Gordon and Roger, you can do that as well over at Clyde SSB. But it goes without saying, it's much better to do the real thing. Pick up the phone. And let us know what you're thinking Whether it's any of today's topics Some leftover thoughts from last weekend Some preview of the weekend still to come Whatever you fancy Pick up that phone and speak to us Um, Let's start with today's news, if you like The the news story And that's that Stephen Welsh Has signed a new four-year deal at Celtic Taking him contractually tied to the club Until 2025 Celtic fans, what do you make of that news? What's your reaction to it? How have you? How much have you been in, impressed with him? What does he still need to improve on? Can you see him being a first-choice centre-back at the club next season? So, give us all your reaction to that news to kick us off. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Gordon Deal.
3: Um, I'm not surprised uh, tying down a young player, Gordon. That seems to be the way that clubs do it now. Whether it'll be a regular next season, I think that this opportunity. Uh, because of the way Celtics went about their business. Obviously, Duffy come in as a big um, signing, marquee signing, didn't happen. So he was given an opportunity, and you can't say that the boy's not taking that opportunity. I watched him at the weekend there. Um, He's improving because he's getting more confident. He's getting a run of games. He's getting a good partnership with Ayer just now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted for a lad. I think he deserves it. And Somebody's
2: going to have to stay at Celtic For next season, Gordon Many times in this show Have we discussed The players who are leaving Celtic Starting with the captain Scott Brown With all the loanees, Most probably with the guys Who have one year left in their deal So I think it makes sense This deal It's good for Stephen Welsh Because it secures his future At his club until 2025 And it makes sense for Celtic as well Because whoever the new manager Is going to be He's going to need footballers, and Stephen Welsh is a very promising footballer.
1: Yeah, I mean he's played sixteen times this season. Maybe brought into the team when people didn't expect it, such as the nature of of Celtic's difficulties this season. He's won eight of them. That's been a, a, a difficult start to life mm-hmm. at Celtic. Really, not many young Celtic players would come in and only win, be able to you know be in a winning team fifty percent of the time. But Gordon feels like he, he's sort of grown. Is he? Is he at a stage, Gordon, we think Celtic could look to. To build that defence round him, no. or is it? No, he's not at that stage gone um, so, the, so, the reason the, the four year deal is about still trying to progress yeah, and add things, yeah,
3: yeah, just um, you know, keep him working away there, learning his trade. Get as I say, he came in at the beginning, I looked up and I thought, this is a hard shift for the lad. Uh, I think he struggled early on, but a run of games, bit of confidence, as I say. I watched him, um, on Saturday against Livingston. And I thought he was excellent uh, defensively. He is getting better. But you would imagine that a new manager coming in will revamp the full, well, goalkeeping situation f- first and then the back four because you've got guys that will probably leave. Obviously, there's a lot in loan. Um, so there'll be a lot of, I would say, big-name signings coming in, probably, if you're a new manager at Celtic. So he's going to have a lot more competition but he's certainly one for the future And I think Celtic have looked at that And tied him down to four years
2: Yeah, well, listen, without doubt you, you look at the central defensive situation He's a central defender Let's look at that area of the pitch Shane Duffy will be going away in, in the summer Christopher Ayer A year to go You know, already People in Norway are talking about The next move for Chris Ayer So you would think there's a fair chance He could go Christopher Julian We're not sure whether he's going to be fit For the start of the season Either with that horrible injury he got When he smashed his knee Into the post before the turn of the year Um, So you would think Even if Julian is back Quicker than expected And Welsh has signed the deal I agree with you guys I think Celtic will be bringing in At least two centre halves Maybe even three
1: in the summer Uh, That's what Roger and Gordon think But I'd much rather No offence to them Much rather hear what you think So let us know 01419511025 Celtic fans What have you made Of Stephen Welsh this season has he surprised you? Because I don't think many of us would have expected him to see this amount of game time this season. And how how does this set you up going forward? Has he got himself in a position where he he could be kind of starting centre back next season? Let us know. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What have you made of him? And whatever else is on your mind as well, pick up that phone and let us know. This is not Stephen Welsh's fault. Obviously, this is just symptomatic of where Celtic are at. Roger again. You say, well, I wonder who gave him the four-year deal. I wonder who. I wonder whose call it was. Again, not not his fault at all. Don't mean to, to hold that against him, but you do wonder who makes that final but decision yeah, at this I'd, point.
2: L- listen, I, I don't think it matters too much, but simply because I think it's a sensible deal for all parties. Um, it secures Steven's future, and as Dad says, he is one for the future. So it just makes sense to tie down one of the club's young assets. I, I don't think. He's suddenly become One of the highest paid players At the club So it's not going to Bust the budget for anyone To give Stephen Welsh A new contract It just makes One of those things That makes sense
1: Uh, Yeah I mean You can already see A lot of comments on Twitter um, About this What have we got You're doing that usual thing Where I'm flicking through quickly And trying Mm -hmm. to filter out Any wee sweary words You know Because that's that's not ideal I mean he's interesting From Kevin for instance He says to be honest as a, Even as a Rangers fan This boy's been thrown in At the deep end this season He's done not too bad Especially compared to Some of his teammates So good on him And there's actually a, There's a couple like that Kyle says the same Rangers fan But that's a good deal He looks solid enough Him and Patterson Getting some game time The future for the national team um, Looks a bit better
3: I agree with that Gordon Because I think the boy when you play with a team like Celtic or Rangers, as a young player, you like to get into a team that's winning, a team that's confident, uh, and you just settle in. And the spotlight's not in you. But when, for instance, I think one of his first games, and I could be wrong, Roger, I think it may be his first game this season was against Rangers. Yep,
1: I think it was the first
3: And right away, people were going, Welsh, at centre half, oh, this will be an easy game for Rangers. Rangers are going, and they were just pinpointing young Stephen Welsh. And he didn't have the greatest game, he wasn't the worst player in the park, but as I say, I watched him Saturday and he's grown and he's grown with confidence and he now he's got John Kennedy at the sidelines that believes in him because, okay, Duffy's not had the greatest season, we all know that, but you're still talking about a high profile player that's on massive money and Duffy's well before him the pecking order. Will he start To be the number 5 Next season The regular No he won't You don't but, think so No chance No chance Not a chance, not a chance. Uh, And that, uh, and that's not having A go at the boy I just think That the new manager At Celtic The first thing he'll do If he's any sense at all Is goalkeeper And sort out That back four Right I'm sure,
2: away I'm sure by the end Of Stephen Wills four year contract He will have a manager what Do you
1: think
3: I, I totally
2: must. Oh, It was taking Celtic way. so long To appoint someone Surely by the end of a manager. I thought
1: that was quite obvious Roger But this is what you're working with He was—he actually had turned <laughs> away From his mic And gone to pick up his coffee He was done with the conversation He actually walked away
3: <laughs> I wasn't really interested What you got to say Honestly.
1: He's, he's still annoyed About this Brady incident At the weekend oh, don't, don't, Let's not go back there Let's bring in Alec Who is a Celtic fan Stephen Welsh Alec what have you made of him This season Are you happy that he's Committed his future
2: Well he probably didn't
4: think That he was going to get The game time that he did with Julian being injured, uh, the the way that the big Duffy's turned out. So, you know, he's not going to he's not going to start every game next season. That's for sure. He's still a boy, he's still going to be learning. He's got a bit under his belt this season. Uh, but I think that you know, come maybe a year or two year, he will be a centre half Like he says there, you know, when the Rangers his first game against the Rangers, you will uh new boy and young boy. You know, this is going to be a canter. It's quite clear the boys got something you, you could see early on. So, aye, that's that's been a bonus this season, which in a season where there has been many.
1: Yeah, I mean, people all progress at different rates. Don't mm-hmm. they? that's what's fast. That's why you can never really compare. I mean, even Kieran Tierney kind kind of came from nowhere if you if you know his mm-hmm. backstory. You know, wasn't nec- wasn't even first choice at the under twenties. I don't think um, Stephen Welsh was at Morton, Roger, he was yeah. out in Lona I, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying. It. I don't think it was. A particularly wonderful spell no. At Morton where I think he, they know, lost a game 6-0 didn't they? Was, was pulling up trees there um, But Gordon Sometimes is it a case of You're thrown in at the deep end And you just have to Take a yeah, chance
3: And And, and I, th- I think it's been brilliant For a boy As I say You look at across the city Nathan Parson. Uh, if it wasn't for Tavernier's injury We wouldn't be raving about How good mm-hmm. this boy's going to be so Welsh was the same. He was thrown in there at the deep end, and he was thrown in at the deep end. He was thrown into a team that come under a lot of criticism. Their back four was all over the place. They didn't know who was their number one goalkeeper. And in you go as a young lad there and go and sink or swim. And I think the boys handled it very well. And, and he's
2: going chanting and, and you think some of the young defend, young centre halves, young defenders that have come through Celtic in the last few years who haven't really had the type of Chance that young Welsh has had. You know, think of Stuart Finlay, didn't get many games, if any, and ended up at Cormorant and going to the stage. You think of Marcus Fraser, didn't get that many chances off to Ross County and then Samirn. Jamie McCart didn't get many chances and then, you know, off, off to St Johnson. So, Stephen Welsh is getting the opportunity. Mm. He's now going to get a longer opportunity before this four
1: year mm. deal ends. And the hope for everyone is that, that he grabs the opportunity. I mean, they don't all have to hit the heights of the guys I'm going to mention, Roger, because uh, Gordon, sorry, because that would be um, perhaps expecting too much, but over that period, you know, starting with Forrest mm-hmm. and McGregor and Tierney you know, the, the the output if you like, from the academy into the first team, been pretty good we then mm-hmm. get Celtic fans on the phone, they'll go mm, the last couple of years, that, that, that's tailed off, Anthony Ralston burst into the first team, I think he similarly got this Longish contract Maybe hasn't quite worked out The way he would have wanted It it, it, Mikey Johnson seems to be one That really divides people Mm -hmm. A lot of high hopes But at the same time Again not Recent impact On the first team So I guess For Stephen Welsh
2: You saw that that At the time Gordon At the start of the year When Celtic came back From Dubai And had all the players Had to self-isolate 13 players had to self-isolate You saw then What was in the Celtic Academy And you saw then the readiness of those players mm-hmm. To come through And I think we would all agree That Welsh is probably Ahead of any of the others And I include You know Karimoko Dembele Among that He hasn't really kept his place In the squad Since the senior players come back So Welsh has got a chance He's probably going to get More of a chance Than the rest Coming through
3: the academy At the minute Well the thing he's got for now to the end of the season Roger He'll probably play All the games If if he keeps himself fit The lad And hopefully he does and that, that, that gives you that more bit of the, the confidence and you're growing and you've got another so many games under your belt, another half a dozen games, whatever it may be, under your belt as well, Gordon. You get away, you feel good about yourself in the close season. You've got that four-year contract. You're waiting for the new manager to come in. So I think Stephen Welsh right now is in a good mm. place for a, a footballer.
1: Alex, so how do you see this panning out I think you touched on it there you don't necessarily think this is him you know first choice centre back next season you think Celtic will sign first choice centre backs and he can continue to to learn from them is that the plan?
4: Yeah he'll definitely he'll need to learn his development you know he's, the boy's still got a lot of development today uh, I think that, as, as we say as well as Gordon and that says Celtic will lead, need at least two centre backs uh, we're probably going to need a new full defence a new goalkeeper we could go on and on uh, so, you know, I was just wanting to talk about the, the manager's position mm-hmm. as well. I yeah. was on last week and I was saying I was quite relaxed about the Eddie Howe situation. After, obviously, you're watching and listening to Sky Sports and all the other media outlets, you know, I don't know maybe Mr Howe's, you know, try to smoke out Newcastle, Crystal Palace, you know, because, you know, he's want to stay in the English Premiership, which is fair enough, but at the end of the day, Celtic is a massive club. We shouldn't need to be held to ransom, you know. Uh, regards to John Kennedy, I don't think that it was maybe the board's full intentions to, to say, right, we'll see how the end of the season goes and we'll get to John. Because if that was the case, Scott Brown wouldn't have come out and says the uncertainty under the management. That's why one of the reasons why he's chose to leave. So I think that depending on how things go regards to the weekend, you know, John's last game against Rangers you know Celtic played really really well You know, I, I think I, just, I think that we should have won the game We could play Rangers on Sunday It could be the same It could be like the Callum McGregor On goal we went to Ibrox We played brilliant As as long as we as get as a good showing of ourselves You know what I mean And I think that John could possibly be in a chance Of getting the job himself I, t- probably, I totally
3: agree with that Alex um, I think that a lot of Celtic fans Would probably go for Eddie Howe First choice. Uh, As it's going on and on and on I think Eddie Howe has been Very canny, let's say, about the situation Uh, I I do think he's sitting there Waiting to see what the best offer is Uh, And if that's the case Then fine, everybody's entitled to do that I've not got a problem with that But John Kennedy, I watched him on Saturday I thought he was very relaxed I listened to his interview And people were commenting about how he was You know, sounding like The the, the Brendan Rodgers that he worked under I watched after the game had finished And it was a Brendan Rodgers situation With the training The exact same train, Everything
1: Oh I've missed these days See because yeah. lockdown You don't get out and about as much You you used to be the warm up
3: oh, yeah, observer but, but, Now you're the
1: warm down Well I'm the warm down Right you're giving us guy. the insight Because you, you'd be the only guy That's sitting Sit there, in there in the stadium yeah. On the phone and Watching the warm down
3: And what? I know and I it's everything And nothing oh, can get away from oh, me either. I believe it And I'm going to say Right And I do And I think that um Every manager likes to stamp his own authority in the, the team or the preparation or whatever. I think John's learned by saying, right, okay, I worked under Brendan Rodgers, look at the success, and I think that every guy will tell you, see when they're getting to manage it, what's the greatest saying they'd have? Oh, I took a wee bit off every manager mm-hmm. and put it all together. I think John Kennedy's taken a big bit off Brendan Rodgers and stamped to put it out there. And if he gets a good run, I think he could get a good chance
1: I wonder what guys out there What they took from you And, and uh, how he, they've well, implemented the problem, that Well look at John, John Hughes. Hughes I'm wondering yeah, which bits still yeah, yeah, That he took yeah, from yeah, you That's what sort of thing saying um, Well a wee yeah. nugget L- are we Losing
2: should... to Inverness in the cup
1: Well he's got that one <laughs> ticked off <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Exactly but, right. What about uh, Alex's Latter point about the management Roger It's a, it's a real theme that's well, holding This phone in together well, recently is- Listen
2: We In my business and the media garden We want everything to happen yesterday and I think supporters Tend to be a little bit Like that as well They want everything That happened yesterday And Alec used a good phrase Alec said last week And he said He's quite relaxed About the situation I get the impression Much as we don't like To hear it That Celtic are quite relaxed And Eddie Howe's Quite relaxed And Nothing will really happen Anytime soon Because it doesn't really Need to happen Anytime soon I know there will be People will argue about that. People want Eddie Howe in now Want him to look at the squad now But you know, if Eddie Howe is going to be the next Celtic manager, I tend to think he is, then mm. Eddie Howe will be working behind the scenes, looking at the current squad, looking at future signings, looking at future backroom yeah, surely,
3: surely the guys that, that everybody's talking about leaving, if you get a manager that comes in there and makes an impression, that could turn their heads a little bit and think, hold on a minute here, I, this I, is the start of something I, I, don't, I want to be involved in.
2: I, I, I don't think that would make the slightest bit of difference to people like Chris Ayer and Odds and Edward. I think they have got their careers plotted out. They think they have done their time at Celtic and they think with a year to go in their deal, there are bigger leagues for them to investigate. And I don't think it really matters whether the managers, John Kennedy,
1: Eddie Howe or A.N. Other. Agree with what you're hearing? Probably not If you disagree Doesn't matter either way Pick up that phone 01419511025
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna And Gordon DL Are here at 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Good news for you Gordon DL Breaking news One of your favourites I know you were thinking About getting him On the back of the strip But it's quite a long name And you're mm-hmm. tight And you didn't want to pay That amount of money Stephen O'Donnell Has signed a new Two year deal At Motherwell So yep. remember It was a short term deal Initially um, He will Probably go Well you'd imagine He goes to the Euros This Mm. summer And when he returns He will still be A Motherwell player
3: Yeah you've got to say That's fantastic news Gordon Um, There was talks of Stephen O'Donnell Going down south I think Aberdeen Was linked with him But He's been terrific Since he came to Motherwell Um, And obviously He'll play a big part In the Euros So Good news for us Motherwell fans tonight
1: Yeah any fans out there Who want to discuss that Pick up the phone, same number or Twitter as well. Rangers fans, good time for you to get in touch. We're about to hear from Ali McCoist. He thinks you know Rangers could even put Celtic on the back foot for next season if they can dump them out of the Scottish Cup at this stage. What are you thinking ahead of that game, Rangers fans? Give us a call. Peter is a Celtic fan first, though. Stephen Welsh, Peter, new contract. What do you make of it? It's uh, I want
5: one one there, Gordon. It was also. A but not been the boy to break through the way he has done this season. Also injuries and form and everything else is obviously rejected his appearances a lot quicker. But I'm happy for the boy I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. Also just needs to bulk up a wee bit I think and learn a wee bit more of his positional sense. But you know, the piece I think he's done for the games he's been in the boy's barely put a fit rank so quite happy with that deal.
1: What type of Performances? Have you seen from him Gordon? I mean, what are his obvious strengths? Centre backs fall into some different categories, don't they? Guys who are, you know, absolute ball players, guys that are big destroyers and you yeah, those everyone out the way. What what's th- his strength?
3: I think he's get better. I watched him in at the weekend. I think
1: positionally, Gordon
3: is get better, and I think that helps with. And all credit to Iyer. I was watching him, and you obviously can hear because there's no crowd, and he's talking to the boys, organising the lad. When I first seen him that first Rangers game, and then afterwards, he seemed to be just chasing the ball, eyeing the ball. didn't didn't realise what was going on round about him. He's working very hard in that. He's decent on the ball. Uh, I think people look at him with his lack of height for a centre half, Um, but he's starting to read the game a lot better. And I think that's just down to confidence. I really do. I think that he's um, he's getting confident. Uh, because he's getting a run in the uh, the team You look at John Kennedy, believes And it's very easy to turn around and say Right, I know that people would argue against this The fact that John Kennedy come in He could have went I'll try and get an experienced centre-half in there Rather mm. But Duffy's had an absolute nightmare He's stuck by Welsh And he's stuck by him because Welsh deserves to be there It's
1: kind of difficult, sorry Gordon, Peter It's sort of difficult to, to know what the plan is Because... You know, Peter Lowell's not going to be there. The manager. You don't need me to to go over all the people who who are leaving. So it's difficult to predict. But the previous Celtic fan, I think, you know, said that you know Celtic will still sign first choice centre backs, and Stephen Welsh can just stay there and, and learn. There's no need to rush this. No need to get carried away. And you know he'll be an important squad player. Is that the way you see it?
5: Well, again, God, that all depends, on who comes in as the manager. Uh, obviously, we well, don't know that yet. We no only guessing it's going to be Eddie Howe or another. It could obviously be John Kennedy, That could be uh, a gamble with the Celtic board, depending on the season tickets. But it depends, it depends. It depends on the formation they might like to go with a back three. We don't know. Don't let's really say we don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm with, uh, God, uh, Alec now. But obviously, we don't know. I mean, I would have liked there's going to be the new manager that come in just now. Because they could have maybe convinced Aya or Edward to stay on another season. So we'll try and get into their, head, their plans for going forward. That's why I was going to ask Roger as well. Is there any movement in the manager and in the director of football? And can I make a wee point about the,
1: the game on Sunday? Of course you can. Director of football, one Roger, is um, has now understandably taken a back seat to the manager. The manager's the headline act, isn't he? But he can you make a case to say the director of football is pretty important as well?
2: Um, I, I tend to be old-fashioned and traditional. I always think the manager is the most important person at the football club. Um, And the manager should be appointed first And the manager should have a say in who the director of football is Really?
1: Yeah How does that work though, continuity wise? I thought the point was, you know, the director of football is there He's part of your management structure And he has a say in who the manager is going to be
2: Um, That is maybe a more... You know What's the word I'm looking for A more modern approach I tend to think the manager Is more important If you can, I'm, if you can I'm, yeah, get a manager in the I'm not saying quality le-
1: I'm not saying less important But we know how volatile A managerial position is now To the extent where A manager genuinely Might only last a couple of months So if, if he brings in The director of football And he goes after a couple of months Where does that leave you? Well, is the look. director of football Not there to p- Implement stuff for You know academy level And get everyone all Pulling in the one direction?
2: Yeah, but look across the city at what's happening at Angels just now. Mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard was in before Ross Wilson. Yeah, was he I'm trying mm-hmm. to think?
1: Mark Allen was there yeah. when Stephen so Gerrard, Gerrard kind of was in before was Ross Wilson.
2: So Ross Wilson has he didn't done pick him though. Stephen Gerrard. Sorry, I was going to say Ross Wilson's done a very good job in terms of recruitment, bringing players in. It. He's currently busying himself with contract extensions for various people. He has been an important cog. In the success that Rangers have had But I would argue with you that Stephen Gerrard has been the key element among all of this So if you get the choice of manager right That for me is the most important thing I'm not decrying the importance of a director of football Far from it If you can get a good one, fantastic Hmm. But I, I don't necessarily think at this time in the evolution of the football department at Celtic I don't think Celtic should be focusing On the director of football post
3: first I think Celtic should be focusing we, we, On the manager's job first Well, it leaves you a little bit open Roger And I sort of agree with you In the fact that Yeah of course a manager, a coach Or whatever you want to call him, head coach Is the most important He's the guy that trains them. He's the guy that puts him out there And he's the guy that lives and dies by the results Now the only problem is that if the manager then has a say in the director of football and bringing him in, now that's great because they've got to work hand in hand. They know that they trust each other. It's got to be a loyalty thing. But if the manager then fails, it leaves the director of football open. Well, I'll, to, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll leave because the manager brought him in. I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up a little bit. But the, but the traditional I know, I know way you're... now is the director of football. Then the manager comes in. If so the manager doesn't work. Then the director of football is fine because it just uh, the structure
2: goes well, on. Here's a scenario for you: Celtic want a manager. Celtic have identified who their star manager is going to be. And the star manager says, "Oh, you need a director of football. I I, I know a director of football that I'd quite like to work with." Mm. What Celtic say? Oh no 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 no! We don't want him as director of football. Are, are they willing to? Trying to appoint a different director of football That risks agree, them losing right, the managerial agree with target
3: what you're, I'm green with what you're saying And in a perfect world If that works It's a brilliant decision What happens if the manager fails? He's the guy that's appointed that yeah. director of football Are we not
1: stuck in our own wee world here though of doing things our way You look at the the well-oiled Sporting machines across Europe Who have this structure Do not do it that way They don't do it that way and why not?
2: I don't know, you tell me
1: Well uh, that's what I was going to say I, I'm assuming it's, it's for good reason You know, we, We're we still, we're way behind Europe On on that sort of sporting director, football director structure And I, I can't imagine there are many examples Where the manager gets to pick
2: No, I'm not Right, sorry, you maybe misunderstand me uh, You're asking the question The Collins asking the question about the manager and the, you, you can only deal with the cards you're dealt You only work with the cards you're dealt And at the minute Celtic don't have a manager And don't have a director of football Now, if they appoint a a manager and a director of football now And the director of football goes in a couple of years I'm not saying the manager then is going to say Oh, I, I want this guy here But we can only deal with where we are just now And if Eddie Howe is going to come in And Eddie Howe If the stumbling block is a director of football appointment And Eddie Howe wanting one and Celtic wanting the other And I'm only speculating in this, Gordon are Celtic going to allow their number one managerial target to walk away hmm. over a director of football? I don't think they should because I think a manager is more important than a director of football.
1: Depends how strong you are at negotiating, I guess. Peter, what do you think? What else is on your mind? I get uh, partly where you're at, in
5: a sense, Roger, but I think that's what's holding up. Possibly, if they uh, don't the uh, Man Celtic one, that could be holding it up. Maybe Celtic what thanks they the guy from Man City, I don't know. But Gordon... Before I go into somebody's point you're saying obviously who's signing like say, the players are got are behind me. Well no who's doing it, it's the current CEO. It's been well documented, He's doing. been he's the one that does the dealings. It decides what what players coming and what players know. So maybe the fact that there's a new CEO coming in, in the summer, well starting next week and then I think things will change at Parky after next week. Uh, it's, Mr Hall's been brought into the club and he's telling I'm not gonna down him on it, but maybe it's just time for a new broom, but Sunday day, well, not so Sunday, but I'm baffled with it. The, uh, the change of time. I mean, why change the Celtic Rangers game till the Sunday and bring Aberdeen and Livingston game forward to the Saturday? Why could I not just put the Celtic Rangers game back to four, five o'clock, at half five? That's a that's a strange one for
1: me, because
5: it's not as if there's any spectators going in any yeah. stadium.
1: I mean, Roger, there will be a a sort of hidden side to this Which is negotiations with broadcasters ultimately It's the bit that we'll never see And and we don't really know how much pressure they
2: put on I think negotiations with police as well Um, I know there's not going to be supporters inside the stadium um, But I'm not too sure Police Scotland would welcome with open arms An old-firm game Kicking off at 5.30 on a Saturday night With the potential to go to extra time and penalties And taking it into. Eight o'clockish on a Saturday mm. night I don't think that is Something that Police Scotland Feel they need
1: And there also might be Again Pure speculation Where Premier Sports say No This is where it's going This is where we want it to go And whilst they Write the cheques We are not in- v- Very much so yeah I don't know but- And the thing about it Gordon As Peter
3: said There are no fans So does it really matter If it's put to the Sunday?
1: Well, we'll leave it there Thank you Peter Let's hear from Ali McCoy He says Rangers Can use the Scottish Cup To assert further dominance Over Celtic this season He thinks it will give Stephen Gerrard's side An even bigger advantage Going into the next campaign Rangers fans Let's hear from you We were about to speak to Ben In Cumbernauld But he's disappeared Give us a call back Ben
6: It might sound a strange thing to say, but it's learning how to win and being used to the feeling of winning. So you become accustomed to it and it's a regular occurrence and you really don't like it, when it doesn't happen. That's happened, obviously, in the league. league, As I say, the league campaign's been fantastic. But if they could continue the domination this season by winning the Cup, it would certainly do them no end uh, of, of confidence going forward for the likes of next season. And make no mistake about it, it would dent Celtic. It would definitely dent Celtic. Looking at it from Rangers' point of view, what an opportunity to... You're right... I wouldn't say scar the opposition, but certainly make them think, you know, can they beat this team at this moment in time? They look as though they've got the, the sign over us. And then equally from Celtic's point of view, they'll want to do the opposite. You know, they've been well beaten in the league and they'll want to prove to an incoming manager, whoever he may be, that they can compete against the, the league winners. And and, and they, certainly, they certainly won't want to, you know, end the season, A, with nothing, and B, going all the way through a summer thinking, you know, Rangers look as though they've got the sign over us. What
3: do you make of that? Um, I don't know how that works Because Her role's reversed Look at Celtic They went into this season Zero winners Won everything
1: uh, And they've won nothing this year And Rangers have been mm-hmm. terrific So But had their dominance Perhaps been so long That, 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 that it kind of had to come to an end At some so, point Right so
3: Basically we're putting it on time But the difference is I See when one season finishes The preparation New players come down Gordon Makes a difference Look at Rangers uh, last season I think They were right on the ball I think they got their signings in early They were organised They were ready to go They hit the ground running They've been absolutely brilliant Celtic weren't New manager coming in this season We don't know what How many players Are going to leave Celtic this season There'll not be a great turnaround at Ibrox, No doubt about that Because they have built well They've uh, gradually got the squad. They'll, they'll tweak one or two. Of course, they will. New f- a couple of fresh faces. Celtic need a full overhaul, and that's why you can't turn round and say, "Well, that Celtic team that's going out next year will have it in their minds that Rangers have won but, the- but, well, if, it." Well, if they win the but double, you
1: just said that the Rangers team will stay roughly the same. So, will that what will that do for them? Then does that does that start? Giving them the feeling that they can become serial winners, and they they've got the well, taste of it.
3: Oh, of course it will. Of course they'll be confident. Uh, they'll be looking forward to the challenge because they know that a new manager coming in at Celtic will bring in a lot of players. Depends much money. Depends the quality, and it will be a challenge. And Rangers will be uh, looking forward to that. Steven Gerrard will be looking forward to that. Um, but I don't th- I don't know how you can say that. You know, it's going to be in the Celtic players or in Celtic's mind next year about Rangers
1: because it'll be a full overhaul. But Celtic surely will be in a different place this summer if they can go into it on the back of a Scottish Cup win.
3: Yeah, well, it it certainly helps for the season. But how many... I'll tell you what, Gordon. You go and look next season. We'll sit next season in August. And we'll look at that Celtic starting mm, yeah, to live in
2: I, year. I, I don't think Sunday's game affects next season at all oh, Absolutely the, 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 no the first, the first derby in the Premiership next season will be back at Ibrox And the Celtic team that plays this Sunday May only be three or four of them Lining up at Ibrox at the start of the season So, you know, Celt, Celtic could win on Sunday at Ibrox 2-0 Odds to Edward and Scott Brown May no they're not going to be there next season You wouldn't think Rangers could win 2-0 But, you know, it'll give Rangers confidence But Rangers will know that the Celtic they're facing Come August or September will be a completely different Celtic I
3: think Ali's point actually is towards Sunday for me Because Celtic are going to Ibrox And remember, one of their best performances for about an hour Was at Ibrox And they still come away losing that game And they'll have it in the back of the mind This Rangers team, and they they played decent against Tabs And Mm. scored a couple of great goals So if I was thinking There was any doubt In any
1: minds Any time It'd probably be this weekend 0141 951 1025 This is always a great time to call Because we're going to get The travel with Stephen Which means you should Pick up the phone right now And you could be up next
0: 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish Football's league Leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon D'Eller here It's 01419511025 If you want to pick up the phone And it's at Clyde SSB on Twitter Whether it's any of today's talking points That we've already discussed Or something completely different Then pick up the phone And let us know what is on your mind Uh, What did you make of the weekend's action Gordon? Enjoyable stuff?
3: Well I certainly had a uh, terrific game In the fact that six goals Gordon Uh, I thought Celtic played very well um, you know they went back to that four-two-three-one formation that they played under Brendan Rodgers and was very successful. I'm not criticising the diamond because I thought at times the diamond shape that Celtic played was very good, but that seems to be a shape that all the players feel comfortable. And the and let's be honest, Livingston. I think Livingston were happy to get away with six. The only downside for Celtic leading up to the Scottish Cup and it might give them an extra day. Was the man of the moment James Forrest I think he's made such a difference I really do He's given everyone a lift He's given them that bit of width He's given them goals Assists El seemed a different player as well um, So they're in good, good spirits getting into Sunday's game at Ibrox But they'll need to be in top
1: form And Roger you had the game of the day At the weekend you were telling us Did it live up?
2: Yeah it was very good I actually Kilmarnock like 2, Ross County 2 it a strange phenomenon That both managers After the game Gordon Seemed happy with the point they had got In the big picture It does edge them A further point away From Hamilton mm. At the bottom of the table And they seemed content To take their chances In the final four games Of both still to play Hamilton of course Um Kelly's next game Home to Dundee United In the league Next midweek Ross County Home to St Mirren In the league Next midweek Two sides Really with nothing To play for Other than pride So I think maybe John Hughes and Tommy Wright Are Quite content Wouldn't say happy You can't be happy If you're in the relegation fight But content With our team's chances Of staying up
1: uh, We are on Twitter Wallace Heaney At Clyde SSB Says Great news That Stephen Welsh Has signed a new contract With Celtic He can push on And force himself Into the Euros squad He can also play right back So it's a position He could make his own Given that the last squad We announced Gordon Had no Liam Cooper in it Because he was injured that would be a huge surprise Wouldn't it And that's not, not In no any g- way To put down Stephen Welsh No we're
3: not putting Stephen D- Welsh down here Stephen Welsh I said earlier Gordon's a good place As a young lad uh, Playing at Celtic New contract Playing in the first team But Let's not get carried away here He's not ready for that He's nowhere near that um, And I think Stephen Welsh Would admit that um, But Everything that's happened to him This season Has been a terrific bonus For the boy And and he
1: will go on to have a good career, but let's not get carried away with the Euros. Uh, let's bring in Douglas, who's in Johnson tonight. Hi, Douglas. Hi, how you then? Not bad at all. What have you got for us? Um, I would just like to go back to the, the point on
7: um, the boy, the young boy, part of the Rangers, the play for Scotland in the Euros. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think the boys will love it because I mean, you, you think back to like your Beckham schools, gigs. And all young guys were all thrown in. N- maybe at that time then said, oh, they're too they're too young for it, they're too young for it. I mean, if the boys are doing a job, give them a chance.
1: I mean, I can almost imagine the reaction because Douglas has named some some pretty outstanding talents there and... Whether those are appropriate comparisons or not Maybe it's all relative, Roger What do you think of Douglas's take?
2: Um, well, listen, I can understand the point he's making Um Stephen O'Donnell was just saying his new deal at Motherwell tonight Liam Palmer at Sheffield Wednesday Have become the established right full-backs Or right wing-backs, if you like I was intrigued to see Ryan Fraser fill that position But that, that was a home game against the Faroes I can't see Ryan Fraser playing right wing-back Against England at Wembley, I have to say So, I would think... Steve Clarke will take Stephen O'Donnell and Liam Palmer. The one thing we don't know is if there were an injury to either O'Donnell or Palmer between now and the squad being named, um, we're not. As Douglas says, we're not thick in the ground for right-backs, right-wing-backs. And I genuinely think, if anything was to befall O'Donnell or Palmer between now and then, Nathan Patterson might be the guy they
1: turn to Funnily enough, since Douglas brought it up Ali McCoist also spoke about that When he chatted to the media recently He says Nathan Patterson has done enough To earn that call up He says he's not too concerned That he might find himself on the bench again soon When Tavernier comes back from injury He says patience can be a good thing for his development
6: I certainly would Why not? You know, if he's good enough And he certainly looks good enough You know, we've got to pick our best players It's as simple as that And at this moment in time you know, I'd have to say Patterson looks as though he could you know, certainly be part of that squad the first thing you look for is he comfortable You know, does he look out of place You know, can he play his normal game and he's he's ticked all those boxes listen he's still very young and he's still got a long way to go and it looks as though he's got a really hopefully a very very long and bright future ahead of him but I certainly wouldn't have any problems throwing him into that squad time's everything because you look like somebody like Foden down the road everybody's complaining last year not getting enough time You need, you need to see more of him and then Guardiola took his time with him to, and people were saying he's not getting enough games and then all of a sudden, bang, away he goes. And he's been phenomenal. He's been managed and coached perfectly. You know, And I think parts will be the same. I think he'll get he'll clearly get a lot of game time. He'll get more game time. Whether he plays every week, if Tavernier's fit, would certainly be up for debate and I wouldn't have thought so. But, you know, I, I don't think for a minute that Stephen won't manage him very, very carefully
1: and he'll manage him well. What do you think of that, Douglas? Weird can you phoned up about Nathan Patterson's international future is his is his club future in any way? I don't think "up in the air" is the right word because he signed a new contract. So I don't mean it's up in the air in that regard. But you know, how how does he fit in at, at that level as well at the moment?
7: I think the boy will, will fight hard to try and you know get his place. I team more young players like that but they are not to see now, and when I mean, the likes of lit, Jerab not going to be that boy into games if he doesn't think he's ready for them because he generally brought up along beside all these other guys I mentioned you know what I mean he, he knows what he's doing he's not silly yeah
3: if I, th- he I think, think he'll be, be nurtured I think he'll be nurtured along I think Ali's right there He's will uh, be timing uh, when Tavernier comes back Tavernier's the number one right back now I'm with Roger here if um, looking at Steve Clark and the way he's went about his business with his, his squads I think O'Donnell and Palmer will go Euros. But if there's any injury at all, hmm. then I think Patterson could bend my great shout.
1: Roger there are suggestions and it's not confirmed that it could be a twenty five or twenty six yeah. man squad for the Euros, which would be bigger than normal. And I, I can see people saying, Oh well that's an even an even better chance for, for someone like Nathan Patterson to get in. But he's not gonna go as well as O'Donnell and Palmer, is he? No. I mean, we just don't we just don't need three right backs and there's another debate here. I, I'm not saying this is. You, you have to agree with this, but but Steve O'Donnell will go. I think he's got 16 caps under Stevie Clark at least, uh, round, round about that. So I mean, he's going to go. I, whether people agree with that or not, c- can he oust Liam Palmer between now and then?
2: No, I, I, I genuinely don't think so. I think Steve Clark will probably know injuries. Permitting What his 23 man squad is There must be a doubt Over Ryan Jack's Participation Hopefully he Comes through And you know The result from the Specialist in London Clears him To play for Rangers Before the end of the season And then go to the Euros With Scotland Um, James Forrest Missed a huge chunk Of the season 30 odd games for Celtic Then limped out Of the game at the weekend So again Hopefully He gets to play For Celtic again Before the end of the season And goes to the Euros Kieran Tierney I think Michael Arteta said at the weekend wouldn't play for for Arsenal again this season but does of course still have that chance to go to the Euros. Hopefully he's fit because having waited 23 years to get to a major final it would be a devastating Mm. blow for any of the lads to miss it because of injury.
1: I I was just about to, I don't mean to do this but it's going to put a a dampener on things. See because it's been so long since we've been at a tournament I, I wonder if we've kind of forgotten about that. There is always a big injury Every team that goes to the well, tournament the, the, the Always la, has someone time, missing The last time
2: it was Gary McAllister If you remember yeah. the, the World Cup in 98 so, Put that in the context for us What, what would that be like this time? Mac- losing McAllister? Well I mean Who's my, the 2021 equivalent? Well, Probably losing Andy Romerson Because mm. Gary McAllister was a captain Gary McAllister had been a key figure For club and country mm. for many years He had Captain Scotland for a period of time, he had been involved in basically all the key qualifiers. I think he scored a penalty winner yep. in Belarus on the way to the finals, and then missed the final the injury. So, if you fast forward, I, if you're if ruling out your captain, I would disagree with that. I've not
1: prepared bit. myself for that type of emotional turmoil My, my the big, my big
3: two would probably be at McGinn because I think he's so important mm. in that middle part, and I think Tierney with the form. one on. of the
1: really common questions we get on here. It's been, at, but it's been at least. Four days since we had it So just quickly revisit it Kenny Vines tweeted To say um, I might be wrong Does James Tavernier Not qualify for Scotland Now he's resided here For five years Roger
2: eh, No he doesn't Because the four home nations Didn't sign up To that agreement the way the, the, the way the rugby unions do If you like
1: Just about covers it Thank you Thank you to Douglas and Johnson as well Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash
1: football Okay, beat the Pundit time your chance to win that sign ball a prize everyone wants I'm sure taking advantage and taking the mickey out of the Pundits is just a byproduct. if you fancy it tonight 01419511025 you do need to call before 7 o'clock though so be quick you can take on Roger or Gordon after these
0: Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon Diel is here Roger Hanna is alongside him We're here until 8 o'clock So there's still plenty of time to pick up that phone And get in touch with the guys If you are just joining us We heard from the likes Well we heard from you mostly On Stephen Wells Shining that new Celtic contract What do you make of that? We heard from Ali McCoy Looking to see if Rangers can even... Put Celtic on the back foot For next season By winning in the Scottish Cup At the weekend A few calls on Nathan Patterson As has been a recent theme um, Plenty more still to come Remember that Referee rant That Brian Rice went on recently I'll even play it for you again To remind you Well He's been charged by the Scottish FA for it So we'll look at that next And anything else he fancy Pick up the phone
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash
3: football
1: The pundit time. Delighted as always to hear on, well, I say here, to read on Twitter Black Arthur. He's he's chipped in with something really worthwhile tonight. Not to say that he doesn't always, but I like this because this paints a big picture of the chances of of you lot winning out there, you listeners. So, Black Arthur telling me tonight that the pundits in this calendar year have played 64, won 44, and lost 20. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad, but what that tells me is that it's tough but doable. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, are tough, but but you are beatable. Um, interestingly, you and Hugh Keaven's alone account for forty eight percent of that stat. So yes. well, <laughs> well I, I'm not sure if that was. I don't know if he means for forty eight percent of the defeats. All right. I don't, I don't know. know. I need to. I need <laughs> to I look thought closer. That was
3: a my first compliment. <laughs> I think that was a compliment. Yeah.
1: Uh, Stephen is an heir He's going to try and um, beat you tonight. How's it going, Stephen? How you doing Gordon, you out. Right. Not bad at all Fancy your chances
7: Well I beat Gordon
1: in a tiebreaker This time last year Oh, oh right okay. Oh I think that was the Air Derby wasn't it? Very possibly Yes well, right. You could have an Airshire Derby Coming well, from, Cur- from. Girvan uh-huh. Right let's see what we've got then Heads it will be Roger Minus one From Girvan <laughs> Tails it will be Gordon DeL Every week There we go Check that Tails again? It's Tails again I'm a man of my word I will show you any doubt? No, no There we go I just in You case can you...
3: only toss it one way no,
1: I've, I, I've, ma- I've managed to mix it up recently I've tried a few different ways Just to see what works best for me I like to mix it up
3: Yeah, okay So you go
1: the one way on a Tuesday um, mm-hmm. Stephen, you'll be happy with that You can get the double on him, surely
7: Well, hopefully mm. he's a man in his stride Now that and in
1: um, He's doing alright Let's see what we get tonight Gordon, I will give you Clyde 2 to listen to Yes, give me the thumbs up 30 seconds on your clock Stephen You are going head to head with Gordon And you can pass That's all you need to know Ready? Yep Let's go 30 seconds Starting Now Who's the only Scottish Premiership side currently Who's never played in a Scottish Cup final? Marrowell Who's got more international caps Jermaine Defoe or David Marshall? Marshall St Mirren striker Eamon Brophy joined from which Scottish side? Albion Rovers are based in which Scottish town? Pass Which Scottish Premiership side did Christian Daly start his career at? Aberdeen Which side did Mark Viduca join immediately after Celtic? Leeds Okay Oh my, you are up against it tonight ah, st- well. Stephen already putting you in your place this time last year done You're it Just again. getting over it I think he's done it again You okay. ready? Yeah. Let's go Who's the only current Scottish Premiership side Who's never played in a Scottish Cup final Um, Hamilton Who's got more international caps Jermaine Defoe or David Marshall uh, David Marshall St Mirren striker Eamon Brophy joined from which Scottish side Come Albion Rovers are based in which Scottish town Bridge. Which Scottish Premiership team did Christian Daly start his career at Dundee United Which side did Mark Viduca join immediately after Celtic Leeds which striker has made the most appearances for Motherwell this season? Striker? Uh, Tony Watt. Okay, okay, okay. Stephen, what's the verdict? Uh, I think he's beaten me by bit two or three,
7: to be honest. I think mm. the, the, the questions were difficult the night,
3: Gordon. Ah, they were not, mate.
7: He was just trying to put you under pressure by saying that I did well. I yeah, didn't
3: no, no Stephen, you come on boasting about beating me. You know, that that gets my back up So I have to take it out on you I'm sorry right.
1: He took it personally Let's find out The only Premiership side Who's never played in a Scottish Cup final Is Livy um, I mean, Stephen, honestly have a word for yourself Stephen You've forgotten yeah, about 1991 yeah. In fact you've forgotten about you, Your Celtic team has beaten us twice In Scottish Cup finals to? since Motherwell Oh catch up um, off Who's got more international caps Jermaine Defoe or David Marshall You both went David Marshall And you were both wrong 50-50 chance uh, Marshall's 43 to Defoe's 57 So Ooh. it's nil nil after two questions However Eamon Brophy Previously at Kilmarnock You both got it Good. Albion Rovers are based in which Scottish town It is Coatbridge. Bridge See Stephen's from here He doesn't bother himself about our corner of Lanarkshire But you obviously i lived
3: in here for 10 years And I know where Coat Bridge is
1: you be, You're not from there Anyway I, okay. I shouldn't need to explain that to you You're 2-1 up You did go 3-1 up Christian <sighs> Daly started at Dundee United Not Aberdeen Bit of fight left in Stephen Though he knew that Leeds was Mark Viduka But so did you So it's that 4-2 Yeah. And then you rubbed the wee bit of salt in the wounds because Stephen didn't get any further. And Tony Watt is the striker who's made the most appearances. It's a five-two for Mother Stephen. It's a five-two. You should see the look in his face. It, it Stephen, I'm not to see even it.
3: broken sweat. Yeah, any chance he come back on next year? I'll see you this time next year. <laughs> okay. Well done, Stephen. Unlucky. You are just up against it tonight
2: actually lifted you out your Brady depression. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen <laughs> you smile you know, and since Slap of the I was then.
3: under pressure because Stephen came on confident, quite rightly so, because he did beat me in a tiebreaker. Gordon then tried to wind me up, saying that he was top for him. <laughs> Up. That was the strength of me Get Black Arthur on now I'm interested Get, get I, him on now I I've w-
1: jumped that table I want to see Arthur re-jig the table now Because you were about 4% Your win percentage was about 4% behind Wilson Oh come on I think that might have jumped up And to be fair you have I, I, You have played 17 times now And Wilson's only played 6 <laughs> <So> <laughs> I mean, How many's Hannah played? He's played 7 I, I take it, it's mean Hugh at the bottom, I've played the most. Um, yeah, but you're on the most also as well. So that, 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 ah, that's right pretty on. obvious. Okay. Um, some scores coming in down the divisions. Airdrie one four for nil. A uh, Hamish Thompson own goal, and he's not here tonight. But I can almost hear him celebrating breaking our one nil down <laughs> as well. Uh, they trail Edinburgh City early on. Uh, Roger, we've been watching Dunfermline Dundee. It's now fifty two minutes gone in that one. We're ahead of the rest. What have you? Made of anything to write home about yet? It's goalless. Yeah, it is
2: goalless. It's not been an ideal watch so far. They firmly started brightly with a couple of half chances. Then these seem to have started the second half a bit brighter. Hearts have obviously wrapped up the championship without playing on Saturday afternoon, and the the chase for the rest now, including Daz's old team Wraith, is going to be for these last three promotion playoff places. Wraith down at Queen of the South, seven o'clock kick off tonight, and it'll be interesting to see who makes it because. They're going to be a reasonably sized club At the top end of that championship Not going to make and the promotion Dund- playoffs And
3: Dundee must get the vote for the worst strip ever seen in TV <sighs> uh, It's shocking Gordon You can't even defend that
1: No, I, I don't know why you're saying that As if I've got a reputation no, no, for but defending strips No, you were ready to go No, I wasn't mm. I was, I was, I'm struggling to I, I wonder is it, argument have, have they been forced to change the, I mean it's a gold top, navy shorts, red socks
3: Oh it's wicked Wicked I'd have refused to wear that I'd have yeah, just said Leave me out the night boss It's um, not great No, Yeah I
1: must admit I'm, I'm struggling to disagree with you Right 01419511025 Is it Stephen Welsh Is it this Sunday's game Is it Nathan Patterson Is it whatever you like Pick up that phone And let us know On today's news Let me update you with What else has been happening out there Uh, Motherwell fans, by the way, still feel free. We had breaking news on air tonight and that's the new contract, Stephen O'Donnell, a two-year deal at Fir Park. John Hughes and Brian Rice have both been hit with Scottish Football Association disciplinary charges after comments made in the media. Hughes faces charges relating to recent games against St Mirren and Hibs. He's double whammy. And Brian Rice has received his notice of complaint over those comments made after a Scottish Cup defeat against the Paisley side um, Let's Let's remind you Of what Brian Rice said And we'll tell you a bit more about it I know lots of you On Twitter Had Brian Rice's back on this You felt he was just being honest And Was just saying what needed to be said So Give us a call Let us know if you think that's unfair on him
8: I'm going to say a couple of things I'll probably regret No I won't regret it Because we're Hamilton And we get battered What do you mean they get a penalty It's never a screen on game Gordon. Not in a million year First 20 minutes 25 minutes St Mirren will be far the better team the rest of the game, we dominated. And you will never write that because we're Hamilton. My opinion. My opinion. you will never write that because we're... <laughs> sorry. We're Hamilton. I want my boys to get credit. We get beat 3-0. It's never 3-0. No in a million year. We're getting no credit for nothing. And that's really frustrating. But That's why I'm frustrated. Because they've gave it everything. We're down to the bare bones. of have got two injuries a day again. We're getting everything we've got. And it's never a 3-0 game. And I've got to go and pick these lads up. Didn't ask me. I don't know what a penalty is these days. I know every time somebody falls in your box, it's a penalty. So I don't know what a penalty is. I saw the same referee the day at Dumbarton. No give Dumbarton a penalty, but gave a penalty here for less. There. That's what I saw. And I'm not shouting sure at these lads. It's just because I'm angry. Because we're getting nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I'm fed up phoning Crawford Allen and being ...shoved to the side. Because we're only half. That's what's happening. I phone cough round three times in 40 years. And just get shoved to the side. I accidentally am. Him. Same referee of the day. Didn't he get a penalty to Dumbarton when the ball went out of the bar? But gave a penalty there when the ball went out of the bar. Tell me.
1: I got Am I paranoid? Well, the charge is that... You know, match officials were criticised in such a way that implies bias, incompetence, or impinges on their character. And I think there's another one of you know, kind of not acting in the best interests of football. You can see the the suggestion there, Roger I was listening pretty carefully to the words This is probably where the, the kind of lawyers now debate it In your mind, does he, does he imply bias? Is it all this, you know, we're only Hamilton stuff? Is that the bit that is believed to imply bias? Um, I was
2: actually quite surprised at the two charges today Both for Brian Rice and for John Hughes Because if you listen to Brian Rice there Who's he... Who's he? You know Claiming bias against He's clearly not happy with Crawford Allen And the response he gets mm-hmm. When he phones Crawford Allen I don't think he's accusing Crawford Allen of any bias Or
1: anything Um it, well, the, it get swept aside or something Because it's only Hamilton? No? Is that
2: not? Again, again Listen I just wonder if a, a Hamilton lawyer Or in Yogi's case A Ross County lawyer Will come in And maybe win the case Because Mm -hmm. Yogi, if if you remember I think the two incidents that Yogi's charged with Revolve around games against St Mirren and Hibernian When penalties were given against his side If you can go back to the one the Hibernian one, Especially when John Beaton was the ref um, John Beaton wasn't really at the core of his complaint The core of his complaint was Martin Boyle's diving So is it a pop at Martin Boyle? Uh, Can that be perceived as Having a pop at John, but mm. I, I, am I'm, I'm not too sure. You know, yes, they both had a pop at the refereeing fraternity, if you like. But I'm not too sure the charges that have been laid before them mm. are necessarily fair.
1: I think what we'll see, maybe on the phones and certainly on Twitter, Gordon, there, there is a disconnect here between the, you know the, the sort of rule book and what the Scottish Chefie apparently believe. You know, is out of order, and and what what fans think about this, and maybe that's. That's inevitable Um, I think most fans Kind of Probably like Like the passion Like the bit of honesty Don't really care The rules do say That you can't imply Bias or incompetence um, Towards a referee Which For some people Is a bit of a grey area I guess Because you're having to Really analyse words And decide whether That was the case
3: Yeah um, (laughs) That was a very Interesting one Um, Very passionate For uh, Chipper Um, Look Managers do it, Gordon. It's the worst thing in the world that you've been knocked out of the cup. You feel that your players and he's got a young squad there and he's he's up there defending them. Let's be honest, he's he's putting himself out there and he's defending his squad. He's been knocked out, he gets in there, tensions are running high, he thinks he should have a penalty kick and he just let it out. me personally, I love it. I think fans love it. I think that the game sometimes need it. But you can't do it mm. It's unfortunate well, And he but said But can Because
1: there was obviously A few bits where you think Right that, that was sort of close And the bit when I was listening And it said I know that every time Players fall in our box It's a penalty But again does that Does that really imply bias Or is that Is that just Not a, to me it does Yeah that's what I was wondering But you know, see if, my, my point My point Roger
3: is he, he, he goes off the track a little bit And he talks about The referee at Dumbarton And whatever Just concentrate on that game Right It felt a yeah, but Again bit, there'll be you are you're allowed to do that And No, no one says You can't bit, reference um, other, other games the, the only thing I'm saying is um, It was the only Downside for me Personally Listening to each other. I'm I'm quite happy For managers Managers are, It's their livelihoods It's their jobs It's the same they, they run the risk Of getting the sack From a club mm. So they're quite right To come out And show that passion But mm. they've got to Channel it in the right yeah. direction
1: Speaking of getting the sack Breaking of equalised Against Edinburgh City Bobby Barr um, I mean on Twitter I, I did Had a feeling this would be the The general feeling George Gardner says Refs have got a hard job Due to cheating and diving That goes on from players And I try not to overly Criticise them because of this However Some of the very obvious decisions They've got badly wrong In the Ackies matches Is costing the club points It needs called out Rice was correct James McCluskey says All fans should get behind Brian He only said All fans are thinking The standard of referees Performance in Scotland Is deplorable No consistency there appears no development To allow referees To improve their skills Teams have progressed And win cups Through poor refs I su- I suppose that It is worth bearing in mind The distinction Roger Even if you don't think It's happened here But I'm, I'm looking at those tweets You are allowed to criticise refs And you are allowed to question The standard What you're not allowed to do Is imply bias And that's what's going to be debated and here And that
2: Listen That is very much What's going to be up for debate When the hearing takes place On the 29th of April Was Brian Rice or was John Hughes Really implying bias Were they really implying incompetence Or were they really just saying We don't like the system We don't think the system is as good as it should be And there are inconsistencies In the decision making process And when we complain about the inconsistencies In the decision making process We get no, t- sati- no satisfaction From the people mm. running the referees at hand. Uh,
1: Charles is in Greenock what, what do you make of it Charles What's your take on this my take on it is uh,
9: I, hope, um, I hope a bit of common sense is going to be applied here because you've got to remember what's happened to these guys that are getting interviewed and when they're getting interviewed, and this is really a the point. I mean, they're getting interviewed when their, their blood's boiling. You know, their, their blood is absolutely boiling, and uh, they've been asked to make... You know, in the media world we're in, they've got to go and do their uh, duties, and uh, they've got to appear in front of cameras and microphones, etc. And they've been asked to give opinions at that particular time. Yeah, you could liken that sort of, a, 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 in a sense to um, The referees don't come out and make statements For a whole lot of reasons But I'm quite sure that the, the FA wouldn't want a, a, a referee Making statements right after a the game They want them to calm down Make cold, calculated statements and uh, So they can understand that So when these guys are going and doing it, And I've no doubt you Now that's the first time I've heard it uh, The night And uh, the boy was uh, He was uh, oh, Passionate Yeah. Uh, I wonder if uh, I don't like to prejudge him uh, Prejudge what if we Are going to give us I certainly hope That they're Very lenient on him And understand uh, The situations mm-hmm. That they're in When they're making these statements
1: yeah. I mean Football's all about passion It's what mm-hmm. Draws us all to it really And I think I speak on behalf of not just radio shows, TV stations, and newspapers everywhere, but probably fans as well. That, that, that is what you want. You, you want an emotional post match reaction, whether it's happy, emotional, sad, emotional, angry, emotional. You wouldn't want post match interviews to take place at 11 o'clock at night and when everything's calmed yeah, down. down. But but that, is, that there then is, is the challenge of managers to be passionate if they want. Don't and also, cross a Gordon,
3: line. what will say, right? And it doesn't matter what level you're at, uh, if you're a football manager. You lose on a Saturday You've worked hard all week You lose on a Saturday And you think Look, A few decisions have went against me here I've put all this effort in My, my players, my organisation and, and let me say and Honestly supporters that go have a go Managers Managers go home And it's the worst two days of your life You can't wait to get back in Either on the Sunday Or probably most clubs get in the Monday To get working again and as I say It's their livelihoods And they sit there And it totally ruins everything And I've seen it before Now you think how, what, what sort of a Saturday night Did Wilson have for about a year So You can imagine um, How bad they feel And The anger that comes out of you And Chipper knew what he was doing Right Because the first thing he said was I'll probably regret this Right But He let it go And sometimes you've got to do that And I hope that the, you know the,
1: the SFA look at that uh, Charles that's some good points Well made I like that a Nice balanced Look at it Charles and Greenock We'll need to leave it there We're a bit short on time But please do pick up the phone again It was nice to hear from you I've got a good question For you two next as well Keep those calls coming please <laughs>
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One's Super
1: Scoreboard Roger Hannah, and Gordon DL are here We've got Championship League 1 and League 2 games Still goalless Dundee, Dumferm Demf- uh, Dundee I should say Queen of the South nil. Wraith Rovers One though, Ugu has scored on 17 minutes For Gordon DL's old side yeah. Down at QOS, one of your other favourites mm. And uh, they continue to go well in this championship season As we move towards the end of it Hearts of course crowned champions at the weekend uh, Keep your calls coming in 01419511025 Do you want to talk Brian Rice John Hughes criticism of referees That was the, the most recent topic There was Nathan Patterson earlier on And a few callers wanted to discuss There was Stephen Welsh Who signed a new deal at Celtic Whatever you want If I've missed anything out The best way to fix that Is pick up the phone I do though I've got a good Teaser for the guys This is really tricky And I'm interested to see How many you can get at home Compared to these two Um, The Pony has been back on The Pony sent this one in To fulltime at Clyde1.com And he wants you to name the 10 players Currently in the English Football League So anywhere Okay Anywhere in the English Football League Who've got 10 or more league goals this season And have played in Scotland During their career when you see
2: EFL Not Premier League
1: No Just the Championship League One and League Two So that, By the way Some of the names in here Some blasts from oh. the recent past Ten players In the English Football League Who've got ten or more League goals this season And have played in Scotland During their career Stephen Fletcher one No
3: Ooh, That was my guess so, uh, Callum Parson.
2: No What about Josh Windis
3: Oh brilliant No <laughs> ah, he is. Uh, he? Yes, he is. He's not.
1: Are you sure? Can you look again, please? He's not on the list. Right. Um, More than ten league goals. That's a de- that's decent going. Remember.
2: What about Cole Stockton?
3: Because I've just seen him score for Morecambe Adam Rooney. Who does he play for? I don't know, and I don't care. He's but not he's... on the list.
1: No, seriously. He's not. In, he's not scored ten league goals in the EFL He's not even in the EFL No, is he? he's in the conference. He's not in the EFL Oh, he should have killed. I mean, no, no, no to Cole Stockton. No to Cole Stockton. Right, there's one. What really... about, uh, o- Owen Doyle? Yes, great shout! He's got 17 this season. Owen Doyle. Oh, Pookie. Yeah, come on, guys! Seriously, 25 league goals in the Championship. Team yeah. of Nice, that's nice. Windass has got seven. There you go. Can you show oh, up about that, him now. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, shut
1: up but. Right, let's see what you can do at home I think you can beat these two But the, there are some tricky names on there Can you name 10 players in the English Football League Who've got 10 or more league goals this season And have played in Scotland during their career Guys like Timo Puke and Owen Doyle So how does, how's your knowledge? How, could you, some of these names I've forgotten a couple of them But we'll leave it there Aidan McGeady's not got 10 at Sunderland, has he? He no. does not no You you just look confused By the full thing No right? no, yeah, no You, no. G- you generally do not know why they're like st- that anyway but I
3: take it there's Ones in the Premier League Yeah
1: Can we have a wee clue with that Roger Will you tell them Or will I No
3: No Ch- uh, Championship League 1 And League 2 Alright okay So that's fine I'm,
1: I mean I know where, the score now where, where were you When Roger asked me that Like 45 seconds ago
3: I told you I don't listen to Roger <laughs> 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 I literally don't listen to Roger <laughs> No disrespect Roger None taken Um. Right So championship
2: mm-hmm. Who's on the championship <laughs> Come on lad, You're good at these things I'm usually the beaten What the about uh, What about Josh McGuinness
1: Yes Now that is oh. a good shoot Remember him Used to be a goalie Then a fullback, yeah. Then a striker where,
2: where were that The Hall boys. Greg no, Doherty's no, no, not no. good He scored a few though Hasn't he yeah, Greg yeah, Doherty has, not,
1: well. not past 10 According to The crazy Kenny McLean uh, No Right we'll leave it there Fulltime at Clyde1.com com. is the address to get your uh, Your questions in If you want to hear your question used in the show That is where it goes Let's go back to the phones then And bring in Michael and Knightswood How's it going Michael? Hi how you doing? Oh good thank How's you doing? very much What's your point?
10: It was just about um, Eddie Howe with Celtic um, i think thinking maybe Celtic are waiting for Dominic McKay to come in And announce him and Eddie Howe at the same time you know, is sort of a uh, new era almost? Mm-hmm. Just
1: so, to see what the guys think. So, as in, you you think it? You know, it's all under control, and that's a kind of d- that will be a deliberate wait mm-hmm. to to do that.
10: Mm-hmm. I think they're going to announce Don't we Cai, and then he'll bring in almost as mm-hmm. basically his first manager, Roger. Almost, but that theory.
2: Well, well, it was not one that was expressed by Hugh At the weekend. He he referred to it as a conspiracy theory. He seemed to think it was a possibility. It, it, it sort of Scenario Hugh painted was Celtic win the cup tie at the weekend Dominic Mackay starts his work on Monday And Dominic Mackay unveils a new manager on Tuesday Um, It's Scottish football So absolutely anything could happen Uh, The flip side of that is That as we discussed earlier on There's a director of football to come into the mix There Mm. might be others to come into the mix as well I'm not too sure that If the manager is Eddie Howe I don't think you'll see Eddie Howe to the 1st of June So I rule nothing out Because it's Scottish football but I would be surprised if there was a new Celtic manager certainly in the next week what, or two.
1: What would what would Celtic gain by that, Michael? I mean, if they could announce if they could announce Eddie tomorrow morning, why would you hold off to, to bring him in with Dominic McKay? What would that achieve?
10: I don't know. I just I just think that seems to be the the thing is in my head that I think they're they're almost holding out. I mean, the season ticket renewals are up very soon, so um, they've got to announce it. should I imagine to? To get yeah.
1: Tickets, but yeah, I get that side of it, Gordon. What's most likely though? Celtic could announce Eddie Howe just now, but, but don't want to and want mm. to bring him in with Dominic Mackay, or they've not got the deal over the line yet.
3: Well, I seem to sit here every Tuesday, and Roger's always in the know, and I always take his advice. So I'm thinking Celtic will probably uh, announce a new manager once the season's finished. Me personally, only my personal opinion. If I had my number one target It was Eddie Howe I would be saying to him I want you in the building now Work starts now yeah, for but
1: me that, That's what I mean Roger If Because there is an element of speculation Is it not more likely That they're just not in a position To announce him yet Rather than they're Yeah very Choosing possibly. deliberately yeah, yeah, yeah. not to
2: Absolutely Listen There's certainly that chance as well Absolutely and Is that, that more likely that
1: well. Yeah possibly Possibly, mm, possibly. What, 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 what would you I, I
2: think As we said earlier on I think it was the first call and Alec said he was quite relaxed about the situation and I said to Alec I think Celtic and Eddie Howe are quite relaxed Um, It's not as if we're in the months of September, October, November and there's a title race on and Celtic want to get a manager in the building Mm. The title's gone The League Cup's gone Europe's gone Yes, there's a chance of a Scottish Cup but by Sunday evening the the Scottish Cup might be gone as well Um, in which case Celtic I would think would coast to the end of the season and there are going to be some big decisions Requiring to be taken A manager A director of football Players coming in And players going out And I don't think Celtic Feel the need to rush any in, Into any of those big decisions
1: That list of big decisions You've just rhymed off though, Might be for some people The exact reason Why you try and do it soon
2: Yeah but uh, Listen <laughs> If you do if you want to make, you know, decisions like that, you're better getting them right. As I was saying to somebody the other day, if all goes well for Celtic and Eddie Howe comes up, Eddie Howe could be the manager of Celtic for five years. the next five games really matter in the grand scheme yeah. of things?
1: Yeah, I get I get what you're saying on that one. Uh, Michael, final word to you. Yeah, I was just gonna say as well, do you think
10: maybe Eddie Howe's looking at it just now and thinking Celtic's a mess, let's be honest, they are a mess just now. Um so he's thinking, I don't want like to come in now, I want like to clean new season. Maybe
1: it's that's oh, I mean, oh, holding he, he may well be holding out for a reason, Gordon. But I mean, if if, if that's the, if it's the job he's going to take, uh, well, how much will, will the mess, perceived mess, in Michael's word, will that be any different? No, in a month's time or two months.
3: No, apparently the the story is that we've heard that um, Eddie Howe wants a rest before, obviously recharging the batteries and coming in. But me personally, because of the size of the club, because of. The fact that you've got a chance to come in and manage Celtic, I would have the guy in the building. I know, I know there's a lot of discussions and we we'll go back to it about director of football and Eddie Howe want to know who that is, obviously, because he's got to work hand in hand. He'll want to know what, for instance, mm. who's what's the transfer budget, things like that. But me personally, I know what Roger's saying. I still think that there's something important to play for. One Scotch Cup, right? Now. Also, forget the other few games, it doesn't matter. You're in the building, you're in amongst it, you're starting your work. This is a massive, massive job. Don't just say, right, OK, I'm going to recharge the parties, I'll I'll nip in in June when the uh, pre-season starts. And people say, well, he can work from home. He's got to be up here, he's got to be in about Celtic, he's got to be putting his plans in place, he's got to be connecting with people every day. So, I'm sorry, if it was... Eddie howe has got to be the manager. Don't be sorry. I would have him in the building. I would I wouldn't be giving him a choice. You look at Brendan Rodgers for instance, right? Brendan Rodgers probably would have loved to have seen out the job with Celtic when he went to Leicester. But I think Le- Leicester came to Brendan Rodgers and said, Look, we're delighted. We want you. Number one target. We want you to be our manager. What did you Brendan he gave up? He gave up the success of that Celtic season, Gordon. And and everybody
1: thought There's absolutely no chance That would happen So I'm sorry I hadn't heard much about that Actually thanks for, for Reliving it for us It was a yeah. quiet night On the show that day wasn't it Oh right, yes. You two yeah, were yes. in In fact it was a Tuesday wasn't it Yes it was mm-hmm. um, Speaking of Scots Who scored down the road Jay Fulton has scored for Swansea 2-0 upon uh, Sheffield uh, Wednesday Oh, well, go a Cracker um, No we'll get back to that in a second uh, Do you know what I was wondering oh. Right, th- This is one for a Saturday But just I'm going to bring it up And we can get back to it But it's planted the seed I was watching the television. I wasn't really listening to you, Gordon. I was staring over the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. Gareth, a- Gareth Ainsworth, Roger. Yeah. He was on television there, Roger. on yeah. Huh? And I'm wondering if any football manager has ever looked less like a football manager. Is this, Did you, uh, would you have ever gone for that long hair? He's got his shirt unbuttoned to about his, his belly button, the hair sweeps back, ah, shoulder stands length. stands in the dugout. Maybe
2: maybe leather maybe the mushroom should have gone for that look. Leather I'll jacket. last week his hair was about the same yeah, length.
1: It, it to, to be them. fair, I have now, I'm now going to answer my own question. Mushroom in the Helly Hansen jacket in the Bombay yeah. Dreams oh, menu. That'd looked, be good, wouldn't it? He yeah, looked yeah. less like a football manager than, than Gareth Ainsley. Yeah, but
3: he lived up to
1: that. Belt. Do you think you could have pulled that off? No. Oh, shoulder length there. No, I was In the Somerset Park dugout.
3: No, I was I was I was quite trendy when I started off with the feather cut and stuff. But um, you do you realise
1: that the, the the use of that word I think means that you're not. I think that's kind of the way. Not, I don't think people would describe themselves as, as as trendy in 2021, would they?
3: Well, I did when I was younger.
1: Were you, are you a, a track suit or a suit manager? What were you?
3: Um, mostly a suit Gordon Seriously? Yeah, mostly a suit. But if I lost a couple of games, I would go. You know what? I like, is try to get bring a bit of luck. No, tra- I don't because I, that
1: stuff is absolutely mental I've, to me. But I, I,
3: yeah, I would get into a tracksuit, and if I won a few games, I stay in the tracksuit, and then I lost, back to the suit. So
1: <laughs> what? And if you draw tracky bottoms and a short oh, time yeah, just combine the yeah, two, yeah.
3: <laughs> and a pair of brogues. On you go, half a days.
1: So see, you were that volatile. So you, so you went oh, to a row. Superstitious, unbelievable. That, that, that's, that's What? At No point did you think Well I'm chopping and changing every two weeks here, so clearly we're yes. aware is having no impact whatsoever.
3: No, but it, well, that wasn't the case. You always thought you'd gone around. I'll give you a perfect example. Go and ask any of the boys that played with me at Red Rovers. My warm-up, I never kicked a ball.
1: That's laziness. That's not superstitious. Nah, that's a <laughs> fair point. Nah, that's <laughs> a fair point. To be fair, you were still in the bar down the road. You <laughs> <couldn't>. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of managers like... are quite superstitious, aren't they? I mean, Unbelievable. I, I, I remember um, regularly going to... Press, well, various press conferences, but at Fir Park, when, when Stuart McCall was the Motherwell manager, mm-hmm. and if they were on a run, he would enter the press room by a certain door. Depending, yeah. and you know, if they had say for for whatever reason, say there was photographs being taken, and he'd had to come round the long way and through the side door. If they won that weekend, he would do that the following week, and that would keep going. And then every manager,
3: every manager that manages. Oh, that's got not everyone. Some everyone. People
1: don't believe I'll, in that stuff. No, I'll guarantee you. No, I'll no
3: guarantee you. Maybe I'll,
1: this is why I'd never make it as a manager because I would not interest well, myself for I, that I don't think, Mark. Roger, would either. you? Would that, would that be your style?
2: Um, no, I don't necessarily. I'm not hugely superstitious, but I did do an interview for the paper at the weekend with young Adam Frizzell of, uh, out at Dumbarton, Please with Jim Duffy mm-hmm. at Dumbarton. And he was telling me that one of the greatest pressures of this playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is they need to prepare their own food. Before they go, and he's been trying to prepare different stuff, so he's just not eating the same. But he had pesto pasta with bacon prior to the Thursday oh. night game against East Five. That's going to come back on you for the full Sc- game. Sco- scored the winning goal. So, what was he making for the Saturday trip to the Cove? Fish and chips.
1: I'm not having that. Had pesto and bacon. That, that, that's a. That's coming back in you For the full 90 minutes Surely Well I thought It certainly did the trick Maybe that's what put These five defenders off um, Funnily enough I, I noticed a wee Did you see the wee argument a Sort of an argument A wee, A mild Spot. spat on, on Twitter Because Andrew McLean Our reporter Was telling us on Twitter That Montrose Play on Thursday night mm-hmm. And they then kick off Against <laughs> Kelly At 11.45 Saturday morning Which means that is 39 hours between games, which is ridiculous, they're a part-time team as well. well Thirty-nine that, hours between games.
3: But unfair, and Kelly.
1: And someone responded to Twitter <laughs> to say, "Oh, okay, this is him trying to get his stato trophy off Roger Hanna." And Roger Hanna, we cat claws out, we catty response. He said that he likes, he focuses on real stats, not counting see, hours. See, Andrew's <laughs> trying too
2: hard. And, Andrew was coming out with golf stats on Sunday night at I the end of the Masters I year. Know, is Andrew, of He's Andrew. He's,
3: he's, ch- he's just chasing this. Andrew, Andrew is challenging you, Roger. He certainly is He's came from nowhere He's coming out With some good stats
1: AJ has got a What looks like A good list On the teaser But it's actually A terrible list Because none of them Are right oh. But we're looking for 10 players In the English Football League Who've scored 10 or more League goals this season And have played In Scotland During their career AJ's gone Scott Sinclair Linden Dykes oh, Martin no. Wagon <laughs> Joe <Jill Garner. laughs> Were they
3: on your list? Um, Scott Sinclair Was yeah <laughs>
1: Right, I'm going to give you what? a bit of a. I'm going to give you a. Karl Lang, you let me finish, Bowman. please.
3: <laughs> I'm excited, Ryan Bowman, well, Lang.
1: Interesting that you say that because here was my clue, and I was delighted with this. Keith Lasley's been in touch, right. okay. Keith Lasley's given me three names. They're all ex Motherwell players. Yeah. Is, is that as far as this? Is that Bowman. as far as Keith Lasley's football world goes? He's sent me three former Motherwell players. Two are correct. Yes. At What were they? Ryan Bowman Yes What about Lang? Callum Lang? Yeah No he uh, scored tonight hasn't he? I don't know And he scored a couple since going back to Wigan But that's not right Ryan Bowman is though Is the, is the other one Lewis Graven? It's the other one It's one of the ones that Keith Lasley sent me But it's not correct Who's Lewis Malt now? Sorry Nah he's been injured So he said Lewis Graven? He did And so Lewis Graham's not right? No but Keith Lasley's got another third one that you need to stumble across. We'll get those answers next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard. Gordon Dale and Roger Hanna are here. We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, but still loads of time for you to get in touch. What a great response to this competi- competition! Is it a competition? Not really. Um, it's between you two. Yeah. It's a fre- it's a friendly competition. The full time teaser. We ask you guys to come up with a certain amount of answers between about half seven and the end of the show, and of course the listeners can join in. And inevitably, they do better than you. Kane um, Oh I just gave away One of the answers I wanted to do Oh, K- oh uh, Hemings. no I've had an Alex Ray Hemings. I've had an Alex I'll Ray Oh no, Kane no. Hemings <laughs> That's going to keep me awake tonight <laughs> Oh that is a <laughs> nightmare <laughs> Token <laughs> Jester And his first answer Was Kane Hemmings oh, And really? well I just saw <laughs> well and done uh, oh. Tolkien is, is the, is the ex-mother What when Lukas Shukovic No it's not Oh, so, oh Roger. I'm delighted with that Marvin right. Johnson to be honest I'm going to play this down By saying you needed help Tolkien Jester sent in a, fa- a fair list And Kane Hemmings was the first one oh, brilliant. Conroy has got a couple Dad's had it
2: Dad's had Kane Hemmings was about to say to you Oh were you? Yeah Oh that's okay Never yeah.
1: don't feel so bad um, I don't believe you also <laughs> no, uh, uh, Conroy's got a couple Marky Sparky He's got a great shout Which I don't actually think you'll get Reg McClinton Taking part Tommy Gunn has gone Gary Hooper You thought him as well didn't you? No I didn't yeah. And Pawzog just says Roger and the Codger are on form tonight. What about Joe Garner? No. You've said him twice.
3: <coughs> Joe Garner three times, maybe no. what, what about
2: Andrew Dallas? Oh, Roger. No. No. The referee? No. <laughs> Good. Uh, Ryan Hardy? No. What? Uh, what about Connor Washington? Ooh. Crossbar?
1: Yes. Well done, 11.
2: A, That's a good shot I'm going to have a stamp. Did
1: Martin Wycorn get 10 for Derby? Nope Has well, Dyke scored 10? Nope I already said that I read out Did He you? was the wrong answer well, well, I think saying. I'm just getting the what? wrong what? About I you think I'm
2: getting the wrong answers Any of them? Gareth Ainsworth players From Wickham?
1: Oh you're thinking like Ike yeah. Or Darryl Horgan I was, Yeah I was no, thinking Ike no. Don't bother You're wasting your time Chris Maguire at Sunderland Nope 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 Right we'll leave it there You've got 1, two, three, six, four six, to get 4 to get see how you get on Queen's Park 1 Annan nil. Simon Murray on 41 minutes Grant Anderson's equalised for 440 you crunched the numbers Roger when can Queen's Park win that league it must be soon
2: no? Yeah very soon uh, they'll look they're just you know, powering away from everyone else I think it's going to be a good contest I bit like the championship it's going to be a good contest for the promotion playoff places Stirling, your family ties are very much involved uh, Ra who they play tonight will oh, fancy their chances you look at Elgin you look at Edinburgh City yeah, again you know There's probably one too many teams For, for the competition the, the places they're chasing So somebody's going to be disappointed And down at the bottom Could Breakin hang on And get a point
1: uh, Very That would be an important one um, all, listen, all, all the All the Current and ex-pros Love getting involved In the teaser right? I've just had a A, a hmm. message in from From Chris Burke And he just says Me So I can only assume He's misunderstood the question <laughs> <laughs> He thinks he's one of the answers To the teaser Chris I'll, re- I'll go slowly again Right <laughs> They have to have scored 10 league goals In the EFL This season uh, You currently play whoa. For Kilmarmock <laughs> it, it was a
2: card before What about Shea Ojo No
1: Oh <laughs> Honestly Honestly And you know what The funny thing is I'm now looking The last message you sent me Was a wrong answer For like last week's teaser As well But nah, he's, he's doing well Barker Isn't he He's good to hear from him I tell you what He's He's having another Excellent season On the pitch That's for sure getting um, away The night before And staying at a hotel Oh he looks ah, after ah, himself ah, Yeah that's, sh- that's What made my career Go so well <laughs> Sli- <laughs> Slightly different <laughs> I would imagine <laughs> Preparation's everything Roger um, Milo's wants to Throw in a couple To help you out Joe Dodo, Not right oh, I forgot about him Curtis Main Not right either uh, We can Who's mother?
3: Will ones We've only got Yeah I noticed that. Lasley How would you know mm, yeah.
1: yeah, Possibly because He worked with them Come on,
3: centerful.
2: There was
1: something else I wanted to raise there. There was an issue I wanted to raise. Now you've made mean to lose my train of thought by talking so much nonsense. Mm. What was it again? We'll come back to it. must have been really important. It must have been really, really vital. Uh that we get to it was it about the lower leagues we were talking about Queen's Park sort of running away with League Two, weren't we? Forget it. Let's go back to the phones. Jerry's in Erskine. Hi, Jerry. Hi, good evening, guys.
11: Hello. Um sorry, I'm just putting the stuff right down, you know. Oh, lovely. Um Right, well we're talking about uh, Nathan Patterson and, and Wales earlier yeah, on now. Um remember, I was on about a month ago and we were talking about the failure of the Celtic um, signings and um, it was compounded by the fact that there was ho- almost nobody coming through mm. from uh, from the reserves. Now, I've always said that the, the Scottish media, pundits, ex-players, managers, etc. They praise these youngsters too quickly and too highly. There's a whole raft of, of um, examples of that now uh, Roger about an hour and go a couple with Ralston. now he was playing in Neymar three and a half years ago um, since then we've had um, again great praise for a number of both Celtic and Rangers youngsters and a number of other ones which are there's too many to mention but I'll try and get through as many as possible um, we had Barry Mackay David Bates Lewis McLeod and um, even had um, if you remember Harry Cochran now now he he got stupendous praise on that day it was, uh, when they broke the Brendan Rodgers um, first defeat four nothing at Tynecastle, and that's the only goal he's ever scored in three and a half years. Was that day, which I think was his debut. Now he's at the now. Now clearly none of these youngsters are fulfilling any of the potential. That's three and a half years for him, three and a half for Ralston, and Celtic have obviously um, they've. Jettison quite a few Like sort of Owen O'Connell Even Jack Aitchison Who was Who scored In the dialect era now, That's five years And he still Hasn't made it And he's been put out Now There's other players Like sort of, um, Jake Hasty. Now that's two managers At Mullerwell Who don't fancy him And and uh, Gerard Straight away After about 12 or 14 games He decided to sign him And then pushed him out Straight away Now if he can't even Get a game for Mullerwell then clearly the potential from about a year and a half ago is not being fulfilled, and that's that's the situation. we're in too many of them are praised too highly and too early, and that's just an example. We've also got Dylan McGee. Ten years ago, he scored a George Lear type goal from you know a seventy yard maybe. That was the last. That was the worst thing that could happen to
1: him. How do we how do how do you, how do you quantify this stuff though, Jerry? Right, because a, a, you know player any player d- does something good. They deserve the praise You're saying being praised too highly I I couldn't even begin to go over every example But I don't know Let's take Harry Cochran He's 16 years old or whatever he was Scored a brilliant goal It's high profile It does end that unbeaten run for Celtic People talk about it People praise him You say too highly well, You know what was said I don't really remember people saying Oh well that's Harry Cochran scored He'll win the Ballon d'Or in a couple of years You know that would be unfair But if you're talking I feel like you've you've now just selected a list of Scottish players who maybe didn't hit their potential, and somehow linked that to, to the level of praise that they got. How how were you able to keep a a, a a sort of diary of of the level of praise that these guys received? What was over the top about
11: it? Should we? I mean, you know, as I say that there's partisan what he said with seven hours, and that's some talking about Scottish caps. Mm. Um,
1: but is that so ridiculous, given that? Because everything's about context here. If we were saying, you know, he's he's going to get a move to a top six English Premier League, you you know, that's ridiculous. But Scotland don't have many right backs. One of our right backs plays for Motherwell. The other one is the bottom of the championship with Sheffield Wednesday. Is it that ridiculous to just ask ask the question?
11: No, just just say to him, he looks good, but don't say he will be the new because they all they all are labelled as the new. And it's usually somebody for the 70s, the new McGrain, the new Bremner and, and that kind of thing. So that means that there's been not too many outstanding players since then kind of thing, if that's who they've been labelled as. Cochrane had Brown in his pocket that day and he bossed the midfield. But, but he did though.
1: But, yeah, <laughs> but, no, but, but but he did though. And therefore, if you're just talking about what your eyes are seeing, what is wrong with that? Like I say, if you're going to tell me that somebody said Harry Cochrane would go and win the Ballon d'Or, I'd agree with you. would say, yeah, that was ridiculous. But what what was wrong with pointing out how well he did on the day?
11: Well, I've just said because it's one game. You need to see somebody over at least a dozen games of a level that be eight, eight sevens and eights and nines out of ten. Not
1: to say they had a brilliant game and they had Scott Brown in his back pocket. You don't. That's an assessment based on that ninety minutes. That's not. That's not trying to project anything else onto him.
11: No, but he, he, he was saying that this this is the, the future of Scotland, as they all do. Everybody <laughs> says when a teenager comes into a, a team, there's Chris Cadden again, went to America, bombed. Cummings, Barry Mackay, David Bates. Half of the people listening don't even know what these players
1: are. There. I find this, I, I I don't know. I mean, I can't say that these players have all fulfilled their potential, but to just come up with a list, taken in probably the last kind of eight years, Roger, of guys, and, and just say that this proves that we overhype people. I don't know We're also accused of Not giving young players A chance at times So which is it? Keep yeah both.
2: Well, Listen I think you need to Give credit where credit's due We've spoken tonight a lot About Stephen Welsh Because he signed a deal um, And the lad's done quite well
1: um, I don't think he's been overhyped Both of you actually said no, He might not be first choice yeah. Next season Let to
2: bide his time Nathan Patterson last week You know <laughs> Stephen Gerrard's talked him up But I think when we'll I agree He is still behind James Tavern there And he might not start Next season either So where, where praise is due, Harry Cochran did get the praise in that game. A lot of the young Hearts players, are, 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 you know, were praised at the time, Anthony McDonald and others, and. They haven't necessarily come through The way Craig Levine or Anne Budge at the time Was hoping they would come through Did
1: people so, say that Harry Cochran Was the future of Scottish football Based uh, on that performance? I certainly didn't I, I don't remember thank you the well I have think
2: Hugh what I said
1: ah, He's dramatic though <laughs> ah, yeah, that's what uh, I do think we'll need to leave it there Jerry. It's a good debate though I'm sure we can have it again um, At some point uh, Right you've got work to do in this teaser Before we go Barry Chris, Burks, Chris Burke's back in touch He's now He's, he's understanding the question yeah. We've got there
3: Well tell him it's nearly eight o'clock
1: You are delighted because Barry Mackay Jerry mentioned Barry Mackay <laughs> yeah. No he's wrong Oh no Jackie Aitchison <laughs> He's wrong <laughs> as well What
2: about the lad Duncan Waltmore At nope. Middlesbrough? No
1: oh, uh, We've got work to do on this My Scott, goodness Scott Fraser button. Yes Scott Fraser button. Burton Keep going Go 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 uh, Matt Crooks
2: No nope. Oh he's not getting right. ten
1: league goals Never nope.
2: No midfield Over your Jarry at Reading nope. Looking at some of these teams, we're trying to note down some of the teams. Does what
1: it? about the Motherwell one? He's got sixteen goals. Sixteen goals, X, and why did
3: we let him go? Tell Largely, he's not doing his job right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um. Oh, what about the lad for Ross County, Keeler? Done what a shout that is! I never thought you'd get that one. I must say, Oldham Davis Keeler done brilliant. That's a great shout. Brilliant. The Motherwell one's easy Actually, scored the. D- also played for Dundee up here. Oh. Uh... I've no idea We've two to get There's one more isn't there Danny, Danny Johnson Oh Oh that's John... right Oh it was Marcus. And the last Marcus. one Uh he playing now uh, Is it Orient. Last, no, last one, I don't know if it is I don't know if it is it's um, Kilmarnock He was good at Kilmarnock actually I liked him
3: He was good at Kilmarnock Yeah kind of
1: like um, Chris Burke I'll just put you out your misery I think yeah. We're running out of time Conor McElhenney Oh, uh, no. remember him though yeah, yeah, yeah it was up gorgeous. and load right thank you Roger and Gordon back tomorrow Stephen McGowan is in with Andy Halliday we'll speak to you at 6 and Callum Gallagher will speak to you next